0: Hush
1: Money is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: This is Hush Money, a show about all the money subjects you're too uncomfortable to talk about.
1: But we're not. I'm Nicole Lappin, money expert and author of the books Rich Bitch and Boss Bitch.
0: And I'm Jason Pfeiffer, editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine.
1: And we believe if you don't talk about money, you're never going to make any of it. So
0: let's start talking. Each episode, Nicole and I will debate a tricky question about money and then bring in a celebrity judge to decide who's right. So let's get uncomfortable. Hey, Nicole. So we've talked in other episodes about how generous you are with money. If if somebody needs something, you're there. Yeah. If they want a loan, you're like, here, take some money. (laughs) Are you about to ask
1: me for money? No,
0: no, no, no. But I want to put your generosity to the test here. What if someone asked you for money... And they did really need it. But the reason that they need it is because they make bad financial decisions. Like, are they're not being responsible. So they're turning to you to fix their problems.
1: Well, then I don't want to just give them the money. I want to help them save money of their own, but, like teaching them uh, to fish.
0: No, no, they what? will not let you do that. They just want your money.
1: Well, then I'm going to try to help them become financially responsible. Nope,
0: not an option. What? They just what? need your money, Nicole. They need your money. They're asking for it. The question is, are you going to be an enabler or not?
1: This is hard. Wait, why don't I get my own options?
0: I know. See? Now, let's add another layer of complication here. What if it was your sister? Because that is what's happened to a woman that I'm going to call middle sister.
2: I have a sister who makes between forty and 50000 a year. And I have another sister who makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And I sit in the middle.
0: So that's middle sister. Middle sister didn't want us to use her name. So we're going by middle sister. And just to be simple about it, let's call the other sisters rich sister, uh, middle sister, and then poor sister.
1: <laughs> but hold on. forty to $50,000? That's what she said, right? That's yeah. not poor. No,
0: no, you're that's right. That's not the poor sister. That is not. That is not. That is not poor by itself, but poor sister is poor sister because she is not responsible with her money. She has a lot of expenses and buys a lot of things outside of her budget, and it leaves her with very little money left. And that has created a big strain on the other sisters. Here is the big challenge that they face. These three sisters live in different parts of the country, and they want to see each other and spend quality time together and all that. And So a long time ago, they were like, let's take a sister's trip every year or so, and we'll go experience something together and have some fun, and it'll be great. So I'm assuming the Poor sister, I'm using quotations, <laughs> this poor lady
1: can't afford it, right?
0: Correct. Okay. And so rich sister and middle sister keep picking up the tab for poor sister, which is clearly making everyone a little uncomfortable.
2: At the end of the day, it feels like she is okay having someone else fund things for her, although she may not be proud of it and doesn't want it spoken aloud. So a lot of times getting to that point in the conversation Gets very emotionally shut down um, on her end. If you start talking about paying things back or just the financial implications of doing something, it's easier to just say, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Just want us all to be together.
1: I mean, listen, that's why I wrote my first book is because talking about money sucks. It's not un a comfortable conversation. And honestly, just not talking about it makes it worse. I think every single time I've seen that, it just exacerbates a problem.
0: Exactly. Which is, of course, why we're making this podcast. Yes, But this thing that they're facing right here, this actually isn't the big problem. The big problem is that rich sister and middle sister would be totally okay with paying for poor sister if She genuinely didn't have the money for these trips, but poor sister could have the money. The problem is that poor sister keeps buying big ticket items for herself and just spending her money in ways that rich sister and middle sister don't approve of. And so now these sisters feel kind of taken advantage of.
2: I mean, no one should dictate how another spends their money, right? And we all have our different priorities. But sometimes when those priorities are not in line, especially when it comes to family, it's really difficult to swallow. And keep
0: in mind, middle sister doesn't have a ton of cash. Like this woman that we're hearing from, she's not she's not rich sister. She makes a fine living but also lives on a budget. So if middle sister is going to chip in for poor sister's vacation, that means middle sister is making some kind of sacrifice in her own life.
1: That sounds like resentment right? of... The other sister.
0: Exactly. And they can't talk about this with poor sister because she just shuts down when finances come up or it becomes a big fight that their parents have to break up. And so for years, they've basically faced two options. It's either pay for poor sister and take the trip together or don't go on these bonding trips at all.
1: Those sound like terrible options, I think. Is there a third option? or something else. This kind of sounds cruel, but maybe it gets the point across. Like if rich sister and middle sister go on the trip together, then maybe poor sister, you know, that's motivation for her to get her act
0: together. You mean just like leave poor sister out of it entirely? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that
2: is what they're talking about. It's something we're talking about doing currently. And we both are really struggling about actually pulling the trigger and doing it because we know that she will be extremely sad and upset that she's not involved. But we have so many things that we want to do, and I don't want to continuously put things on the back burner because she can't make a commitment.
0: This this is a tough one, Jason.
2: I know. This is
0: a conundrum. It is. And I, we need to untangle this for them because so many people face some kind of problem like this, whether it's sisters on vacation or seeing friends for dinner, whatever it is. Like when you have some kind of financial disparity and then you throw in a dose of mismatched priorities, what you get is a mess. Word. So it's time to divide. Nicole, what do you think these sisters should do? Should middle sister and rich sister just peace out on poor sister mm. or should they keep paying for her?
1: You know, I think they should keep paying for her.
0: Ugh. you Would you keep paying for her?
1: I would want to teach her, but I would keep paying for her. Oh, my God. I, I, I have no
0: patience for this. I would say, poor sister, you out. So, all right, perfect. <laughs>
1: Here's what we're going to do.
0: We're going to debate this. I
1: don't want to be your sister. <laughs> yeah, you
0: are, you are pro-wasting your money on poor sister. Oh I am God. all about taking I a vacation with my like rich that. sister. And then... At the end, we are going to bring on the awesome comedian Jared Freed, who has a lot to say about everything. And then I bet he will have a lot to say about this, too. So, Nicole, I think that you have the harder thing to defend here. What do you mean? Because poor sister is so unwilling to talk about her finances. So, you're like, you're down to pay for her or don't.
1: Well, we've talked about this before. My friends are my found family or my chosen family, and I pay for vacations
0: a lot. You you are actively already paying for other people's yeah, vacations? Yeah, and they're
1: not not making money. You know me. Very generous. Yeah. And I also think it's part of an experience. And I think it can be uncomfortable. And I don't want that to damper what would be an otherwise really fun experience in memory.
0: So how do you manage the relationship then? Because I would think that even if you were totally happy paying for them, and I completely believe that you were totally happy paying for them, that your friends might feel kind of awkward about taking the money, even if they totally understand that you're happy to pay. There's still there isn't there some kind of like it, it's almost like it reminds me of like when I'm out to dinner and somebody else is paying, I like won't order all the things that I want cuz I don't want to run up the tab, you know? And it's like I'll have one beer but not two beers cuz I don't want to like keep oh, throwing on. things on their tab.
1: Just be like the normal person. Don't buy all the lobsters and the other things. They're basically saying the rich sister, the middle sister, they're picking where they want to go. And so if they want to go somewhere nice, which is, by the way, that's cool. If you really work hard and you make money and you want to take a sweet vacation, go where you want. You don't want to suffer, too. You want a vacation that you're going to really enjoy. And so, yeah, I would I would pay for her.
0: I am going to make the case for a disruptive event. What? Like
1: you're going to break up the family? No. No.
0: I'm going to shake up the family. Okay. Because here's the thing. If people just continue along however things are going, then nothing changes. But I think that what rich sister and middle sister are identifying here is like a persistent problem with how poor sister thinks about money and is spending her money and is like approaching her life financially. And this is deeper than just the vacations, right? Like, I think that if if rich sister and middle sister felt like poor sister just had a crappy paying job, but was otherwise doing an honest day's work and spending and whatever that they they would be happy to continue to fund the problem is that they feel taken advantage of and there's no way i think that you can just sit somebody down and be like stop feeling taken advantage of like you can't absorb that out of yourself so here's what i'm saying something needs to change and the only way that change is going to happen is if there is a disruptive event and the disruptive event is that rich sister and middle sister go on vacation together and poor sister is unhappy about it and then everybody's unhappy and then they finally have a conversation. It is important to go out and just let somebody live with their own mistakes rather than enabling their mistakes because that is the only way that change happens is when people feel the repercussions of their mistakes.
1: I hear you. I'm all for disruptive events, just not in this case because what you're saying is Essentially that it extends beyond vacation, but that's not what I heard from you. I basically heard you say this was a vacation issue. She might be spending on extravagant things in her life, in her day-to-day, not responsibly or not how you or I or the other sisters would spend our money or their money. But it's not like she's asking them to pay her water bill or her utility bill or her rent, right? Yeah, that's
0: true for now. But yeah, that's true. It. This is a vacation issue. But that's because that's the big expense that they all share. That's the only expense they all share. They all live in different parts of the country. They have totally different lives. This is the one time in which their decisions are supposed to overlap. Um, I had asked middle sister if she and rich sister have a disagreement about whether or not to pay for poor sister and there is actually a disagreement which is that rich sister is willing to just pay for it so that they can all go on vacation and middle sister is actually the one that that is holding on to some kind of resentment over this and i think that that's because the payment impacts them differently Rich sister is like you. You can pay for your friends to go on vacation without it really otherwise impacting the way that you live. And that is amazing. But middle sister is in a different situation. She has money and she could cover her sister's vacation, but that means that she's not going to be able to do something else as a result. Middle sister doesn't have like a ton of cash. She just has enough cash, but she has to budget it out. And so that's why she's more resentful. And that's a very different situation, which you. Don't have what you're really fortunate to.
1: I have the solution here. What is it? I mean, you didn't tell me this part of the story earlier. This makes so much sense now. The rich sister just pays for the poor sister and the middle sister pays for herself. That's it. That's what happens.
0: Oh, this is this is interesting. I feel like this would have come up as a solution and must have been discarded because this isn't the thing that they're doing.
1: Because they're leaving the other woman behind. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I do. I mean, this is the, you make a good point. You're like shift the burden upon the person who can really shoulder. The yeah. Burden.
1: And especially since the rich sister doesn't mind if the rich sister was like, no, this is on principle and I'm going to teach you a lesson. That would be a whole different situation. But mm-hmm. that's not what this is.
0: Right. No, it's true. And in fact, it was funny because I actually, when I asked middle sister about the dynamic between her and rich sister, I thought that it was going to be more like that. I thought that middle sister was going to be more sympathetic to poor sister because she has to live within a budget. And then like rich sister would be more resentful because she's like, listen, I work hard and make a lot of money. And so, boo. But But that's not what happened.
1: I'm just trying to figure out what the middle sister's going to be pissed about because she's not going to be out. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that she's... Does she want her rich sister to pay for her too? No, she definitely doesn't. Middle sister does not want to be taking any free rides. And I think that she is very willing to help out if she feels like that help is genuinely needed. But the problem is that it's not genuinely needed. It's only needed because poor sister is not financially responsible. That's the problem. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, Can I share something interesting?
1: Oh, my God. Is this a stat? It is a stat.
0: (laughs) TD Ameritrade. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) And by the way, to be clear, we're not sponsored by them. No,
0: it's true. But they do do provide uh, quite a lot of research. Hey,
1: guys. Um,
0: TD Ameritrade. Uh They did a survey. They found that... uh, 22 percent of Americans are providing some level of financial support to a family member, which is actually less than I would have thought of. But it's interesting because I wonder what percentage of that is like in genuine need and what percentage of that is filling in the gaps from somebody's bad financial decisions.
1: I interrupted you as per usual. But how are you teaching her a lesson? I think you're just going to create unnecessary animosity. Their sisters. The middle sister is not the mama. She's the sister. And I don't know if this creates some sort of yeah, teaching moment. Yeah, I don't moment. see it
0: as a teaching moment. I see it as a disruptive event that starts the conversation that needs to happen because the conversation that needs to happen is not happening now. And I don't think ever will happen if things just continue upon the way that they're going. There is no amount of going out on vacation, on rich sister's tab and having enough margaritas that they're going to have the financial conversation that they really need to have. But I bet that it will happen if rich sister and middle sister go to Paris by themselves.
1: Maybe, but I'm an expert in estranged family situations, and I just don't think this is worth risking that there are plenty of reasons not to talk to your family and i think that if somebody has enough money to pay for a like once a year is that what they're talking about vacation Mm -hmm. that they work hard for and they want to enjoy together then i don't think that they need to risk having a severed relationship over that
0: well i don't think that it would be a severed relationship
1: it could potentially be I mean, your family, the Pfeiffer family, is like gets an A plus in emotional intelligence and yes. communication. But I don't know; most families don't, don't. get an they don't have that passing That's true. grade. And so, I am all about teaching moments. I'm all about financial responsibility mm-hmm. and literacy. But I just don't think it applies in this case.
0: So, do you think that these sisters should just let the whole thing go? Whatever, poor sister, you you do you. At least we'll have this vacation. I have
1: two solutions the first solution is rich sister pays for poor sister middle sister pays for herself they go on this fabulous vacation they give poor sister a copy of rich bitch option <laughs> two <laughs> the all three sisters adopt the rich bitch sister and I pay for vacation and I talk to them about financial matters over margaritas.
0: So it sounds like at the end of this episode, we're going to have to call the sisters yeah. and give them the good news that Nicole Lavin is funding their next vacation. <laughs> Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away?
1: Jason, I am happily in a relationship, you know that.
0: No, the hire that got away, someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer.
1: Oh, well in that case,
0: linkedin.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Jared Freed is a comedian based in New York City and host of the podcast, You Up. And you can probably catch him on stage in your city like tomorrow because he's on the road constantly. And he's on Instagram at Jared Freed. And Jared, Because you're a man of many thoughts on the awkward lives of millennials, we turn to you for judgment on an issue poised to rip three sisters apart. So first, Jared, thank you for being on Hush Money.
3: It is a pleasure to be here. I love, I love the intersection of relationships and money. It's very interesting. It's very tough. I love what you guys are doing because these are conversations that are very difficult to have. Well, Well,
0: thank you. I'm glad for
3: the great enthusiasm. Absolutely. I just think like, you know, money is one of those things that... People like to ignore. You know, it's an easy thing to ignore. It's the uncomfortable thing to ignore. You know, because men don't really, aren't great at talking about their emotions, and this is something that we have to be breaking more honest news. with. Breaking news here on the Hush Money podcast. So I i, I think it's a very interesting subject, and I'm, I'm excited to be able to put down the gavel for you guys today.
0: Well, good. The issue at hand is, what do you do with that broke friend who can't afford to join everyone for dinners or vacations? We met three sisters, two of whom are sick of paying for their broke sister's vacations because their broke sister isn't being responsible with her money. Nicole thinks that the other two sisters should just suck it up and keep paying because life is short and they've got the money. But I Mm -hmm. think the two sisters should go on vacation themselves so they can enjoy their time without enabling their other sister's constant mistakes. Now, Jared, you are off on a vacation to victory land. and You can only take one of us with you. Who's right? Me or Nicole?
3: Uh, I think you're both wrong. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry What? Nicole took a very female answer to the to the question and Jason took a very male answer to the question And love is on a spectrum, you know genders on a spectrum And I do believe that this answers on a spectrum because what you're saying Nicole is bite the bullet take her on vacation forever and ever ever until you hate her so much that you don't talk to your sister again a female answer Your answer, Jason, (laughs) is to, you know, screw her. Uh huh. (laughs) Stay home. Yeah. Suck it up. Right. Put some dirt on it. Yeah. Very male answer. Okay. I think there's uh, an empathetic way to go about this, which is in the middle. These are rich sisters, as you describe them. Well, no. So one of them them is is rich. rich. The other one has money. And she
1: doesn't mind paying for it. Of
3: course. So, but she doesn't mind today. In perpetuity, that creates different problems down the road and that's why women can't have bachelorette parties that are two years away <laughs> you because know, everyone hates each other by then <laughs> so <laughs> what i'm saying is if i were in the position of giving these two advice yeah i would take a middle point of view of both of your which is what is to say the three sisters go away together and then you have a you have a conversation during the vacation this is the last vacation that we're going to take together Uh, We love you. We enjoy you. We're having the best time with you. We want you to be here forever. But everything else in your life relates to this vacation right now. You're not in the work to save money. You're not poor because of the circumstances of the world. You're poor because of your own making. We see that. We love you. We want to see you on vacations with us. So you, your answer Next is year, ruin
0: the vacation. What's that? No,
3: yeah, don't do it ruin on vacation. vacation. I, no, we're going to have a talk at the end of the vacation. We're going to have a great time. We're going to put it aside. When we get to the end, we're going to get to the bill, and we're going to put it out on the table. We're going to say, hey, we've been talking about it. This is an expensive vacation. We love you, and we want to be here with you. It's a compliment sandwich. We have the best time with you. Mm-hmm. But- this costs a lot of money, and it's becoming, we're becoming resentful of you, and we hate that feeling within us. We want to go on future vacations with you. Next year, we're doing our own. It's either all of us or it's none of us. So next year, I'm going with my husband, she's going with her husband, and you're going to do whatever the hell you want to do. Or we all split this next year, or try to at least, and we need to see effort, and we need you to at least maybe next year it's the hotel. Maybe the next year after that, it's you cover your own flight. We're going to help you along the way, but we need to see that you're making changes in your life. And that's the thing. Change is hard for anybody. And, you know, no one to cold turkey. That's impossible. And to tell someone that they have to make a million dollars next year. That's the toughest thing. of all. but if you say to them, hey, next year, we need you to be able to cover this hotel or we all don't go. That's to me a better solution than go figure it out on your own because then that's like, you know, how much, you know, you're not even helping. And if they can't do that, you know, you've said it. I'm going on my own vacation.
0: Vacation intervention. Feels
1: Something. like it.
3: Yeah. The reality is they want a relationship with their sister. They that's the goal. We want to we love to like when I hear three sisters going on vacation together, that's a very beautiful thing to me. Like that's a nice thing that we should all aspire to and aspire to our kids to have. So if that's the goal, how do we get to that goal without hating each other? You know, that's my thought. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, shit's got to get down. That's got to happen. It's got to Well, do. So would you take the same position for other versions of this groups of friends where there's like a broke friend? Now, it's not family. You've you've selected your friends more than you've selected your family. Yeah. But there is still that tricky problem lots of people have, or they got that broke friend, they just don't know
3: what to do with that broke friend. I know. I I think it's harder with a friend. A family, you you know, you go on vacation for what? Until you die? (laughs) You know, like the friends, friends come and they go. Yeah. And you hope they stay around, but sometimes you grow out of friends. That's why a lot of friendships are socioeconomic based. You know, like that's why a lot of, you know, families that hang out with each other all are around the same, you know, type of uh, income levels. So, you know, for a friend, the one thing I would say is I always, with a friend I always invite, never... Expect? Expect, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I have friends like this. I, I know one person I'm thinking of in my mind right now is, is a cheap dude. And when we do events, he gets left out because no one wants to be around a cheap person. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He might, and if there's a point where he was like, "What do, what are you guys doing for the game? We're going to go... We're going here. You're more than welcome to come, but we're not going to make an effort to bring him into that fold because no one wants. You know, it's not fun. Yeah. But what if it, he's
1: fun in another way? What if cheap dude is like?
3: Super I think cheap is awesome one of the, to hang with. Cheap dude, uh, to me, is a tough hang, no matter what.
1: So he's like, he's cheap and sucks.
3: I think most cheap people suck. <laughs> I think uh, there's a difference between being thrifty and being cheap. You know, like That's fair. I, I think, um, you know, if you go to a group event and everyone throws cards on the table then there's one guy who goes no I got mine at the bar oh, and it's God. like okay what to save seven cents you're you're being you know what do they say uh penny Down. penny wise dollar foolish, foolish. yeah so so it's like you're being foolish with your friends I think like I don't get in the business like of judging the money in other people's wallets I don't think that's a good thing. I and I think we do it a lot now. We look at someone how they look and how they are. I used to do sell life insurance. I do financial planning for people and, and what you find out is, you know, there's a lot of people you think are very rich that aren't. And then there's a lot of people you might not think aren't that rich uh that are very doing very well.
1: Because and, rich people stay rich by acting like they're poor and poor people stay poor by acting like they're rich.
3: There's something to that. So
0: Broke friend doesn't just stay home because they can't afford the thing. Instead, they come because they want to hang out. Mm-hmm. But then they only order water or something like then. they, You know, they don't partake. It's clear that they can't enjoy the way that other people can enjoy, it, but they want to be there or they take you up on your offer to be there.
3: What do you do? I don't count the money in other people's wallet and I don't try to figure out what makes people happy. That's their up to them. That's personal responsibility. You know, we live in this kind of social media age where we all think we're each other's parents. I'm not your parent. Just like, you know, like I'm not the mom. I'm not the dad. I don't have to let you, you know, those people that tweet out like racism is bad. As if, you know, we were all brought up by wolves and then they get a thousand retweets. <laughs> right. and Racist and then, wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, were all, we were all on this planet where, you know, we, you know, and they go, and you need to save. And we're like, okay, thanks. You know, like I'm not someone else's caretaker. We all do the math. We all do the math on what can I afford and how does it relate to my happiness. Everyone is going is doing stuff. Nobody does stuff to make themselves worse off. So he or she came on the trip because they thought they would have a fun, happy time. We all go on vacation with that first thought. I'm going to have fun. Yeah. And then a storm shows up and you go, I didn't have fun. Better luck next time. You know, not everyone's going to live a comfortable existence. Life isn't comfortable. You know, like you're going to have <laughs> uncomfortable moments. And there's going to be good days and bad days and hard days and easy days, and that's, you know. So, here's what we've concluded.
0: Three sisters are going to go on vacation. The check for the hotel is going to get slipped under the door. And then in bursts Jared, who's going to say, now (laughs) it's time for a very difficult conversation. I hope you enjoyed your vacation. I'm
3: the fun police. I've arrived. Let's break it down, baby. (laughs) What are you paying for next year?
0: Well, Jared, it has been a pleasure having you here.
3: Great to be here.
0: Now we shall all the three of us go on vacation and...
1: Splitsies. There
3: you go. Margaritas at the pool. I don't have the money. (laughs) Margaritas on me, clearly. Supermarket to get rum.
1: (laughs) I'm paying for everybody. (laughs) I'm standing by my argument, Jason. I think that the rich sister pays for the poor sister. Rich sister doesn't mind doing that. The middle sister doesn't care whatever they do. She pays for herself and all the sisters go on vacation together.
0: In perpetuity?
1: Yeah, because the rich sister doesn't care. It's all good.
0: (laughs) Well, I have to say that is certainly a less traumatic solution than mine. So I, I, I can be down with that. Also, it just makes me think, you know, sometimes it is just fine to throw money at a problem. So if Rich Sister just pays for poor sister and that actually works for everyone, I can I can I can live with that.
1: Yeah, you can't leave people behind, Jason. It's like, how would you like it if our superstar producer, Christina, and I just went on vacation and said, you're not
0: invited. But we hadn't talked about it. I'm not like poor sister who doesn't want to talk about things. You didn't talk to me about this. You're gonna go on vacation without me? Guys, I wanna come on vacation. Where are you going? (laughs) Is this somewhere fun? Can we have pina coladas together? Guys!
1: And that is Hush Money.
0: Hey, are you subscribed to Hush Money wherever you get your podcasts? You should be. And please give us a rating, which helps others find the show. It sure does. And if you want to
1: keep up with us on social, I'm at Nicole Lappin. Jason is at Hey Pfeiffer. And for the podcast specifically, it's at Hush Money Podcast on Instagram.
0: We've got great people to thank. Our amazing producer is Christina Everett. Thanks also to Mangesh, Hatikador, Will Pearson, Beth Ann Macaluso, and Nikki Etor, and the rest of the great iHeart team. Our sound editing is by Mary Duke.
1: And a special thanks to my badass NBG team, Sabrina Anderson, Megan Nelson, and Kate Garrison.
0: Hush Money is a production of iHeart Radio. For more podcasts from iHeart Radio, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.